definitely a crash course here, but how how much do you think you can show on Sunday, if at all? I mean, uh, as much as I can learn, I mean, I feel like this defense is something that I've been in before, you know, um, playing for Coach Burke down in Miami. So just uh, getting down the, the terminology and everything, just getting comfortable and then being able to uh, go out there and just communicate with the guys that are on the field, on defense and just, you know, and if the coaches feel like I'm, you know, comfortable and uh, up to speed, then, you know, it's go time. What is your relationship like with Coach Burke? Oh, man, Burke, Burke that's my guy, man. You know, uh, he's under that uh, Coach Schwartz tree and, I mean, I played played under uh, Kasurik in uh, Detroit and then had Burke down in Miami. So, you know, uh, I got a, a high passion for those guys, man. Love love the way they coach defense. Uh, love the way they coach D-line and everything. I just have a passion for playing attack defense and, you know, got the call. Of course, why not? <laughs> what do you think of Jim Schwartz's system and what it lets defensive tackles do? Oh, man, I mean, just if you go back to the days uh, when he was in Detroit with Sue, you know, Sue, him fairly, you know, D tackles eight in that system. Uh, and up here, uh, Fletcher and those guys, they, they D, D tackles thrive in this system, being able to attack, get upfield, you know, uh, throw guards by and make plays in the backfield. I mean, it's not it's not too many coaches that are you know just let the D line you know go out there and just do their thing. And when you get an opportunity to do that, you know obviously you got to make the coaches up front. You got to you got to you got to make it look good, you know, and they got to be able to trust you. And I think these guys have done a great job of that. And just being able to come in and add to that, man, that's great. And uh, being on a winning team like this, man, hey, you don't want to mess nothing up. So you know I'm just trying to get my stuff to, stuff in line so I can hey. Fall, fall in line. Are there other guys here in the locker room that you have a relationship with? Uh, no, nah, man. It's everybody in here is like fairly new. You know, I mean, I knew Josh from when we played back in the Tampa together, but I mean, he's just got here as well. So it's just all new faces, really just meeting new people, man. And just, I mean, obviously, I know a lot about this team, watching play, how resilient they are. And it's just getting here, you know, actually putting names or faces and just seeing how they how they approach, you know, work every day. You know, it's, it's a business like, and that's how it should be. And they're real professionals, man. And so far, it's been great, man. Before you came into Philadelphia, what was your perception of what the Eagles defense and Eagles culture was? I mean, winning, you know what I'm saying? Winning, even like last week, I was watching their game. It was just so ironic. You know, I was watching, I was like, dang, these guys went down early. You know, I could, I wonder what the coaches are saying, you know, and it, it's just so ironic, you know, just talking to the guys. When I got here, it's like, you know, coach wasn't really, you know, upset. You know, it was just real mellow. Go out there, do our job. And, you know, it was more so the players. The players took ownership and everything like that. And when you have guys in, in the locker room taking ownership, then it's easy to come back from a deficit like they did. And it shows why they're champions. And, I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to be a part of that, you know? What do you think of the opportunity, the possibility of playing next to Fletcher Cox or something? Who wouldn't want that opportunity? I mean, that opportunity, it doesn't come across every day. So, you know, you get a phone call like that, you got to jump on it, man. How tough is it? You've been on a bunch of teams to step in right away and really just kind of figure out the playbook and then bam, get playing. I mean, like I said, it's the first time for everything. I've never been in that situation. It's my first time being in this situation. I mean, I think, you know, for a day uh, a day being back in the system, I, I did a good job of just, you know, uh, getting, getting everything down, going out there, you know. I, I don't think I me that practice today, so that's a step in the right direction. And just, man, just getting comfortable. And uh, like I said, just getting more and more comfortable. And then, you know, if the coaches feel like I'm ready, then, you know, Sunday I go out there and, you know, I do the best of my ability to just, you know, come in and help this team continue the path that they're on. 
obviously you guys can't rely on a, a deep threat or a, you know, a deep ball to Deshaun Jackson every single time, but how much does that open up for the rest of the offense? I mean, I think it helps everyone. Um, he's a guy that can score each and every play, and defenses always have to account for him um, anywhere we are on the field. Um, so in theory, it, there should be more space in the middle of the field where I operate and some of the other guys operate. So um, we, I feel like we go hand in hand. We're extremely complimentary of one another in terms of our styles of play. Um, and I'm excited for the rest of the year. Did you feel that space uh, after his two touchdowns? I mean, could you see them? Um, they probably didn't adjust as much as they probably should have. Um, but at the end of the day, Deshaun did his thing. I mean, he had a ton of catches, a ton of yards, uh, two touchdowns, huge for us. Um, definitely the player of the game, probably him and Carson in my mind. Um, those two were just clicking on all, all cylinders week one of the season. I think, I think it goes back to all off season. I mean, we saw that the entire off season how well they were operating together. Um, and so I'm extremely happy for this football team that he's back in this locker room. Sean said after the game that Nelson Aguilar was a little down and Sean wanted to lift him up and said, hey, next week can be your week. Yeah. Can you see the way defenses may change because of Deshaun's speed and Atlanta's a team that might give you more over the middle. Yeah. Any moment, can anybody have the big day on this team? Yeah, I think, I mean, we got a lot of good receivers, uh, pass catchers on this team. So I think there could be games where one guy has a big game and then I think he could possibly go a couple games without getting the ball as much. And so um, we got a lot of selfless guys on this team at the receiver position, um, guys that have played a lot of football, had, had a lot of really good individual seasons, but we're not here to have great individual seasons. We're here to hopefully be playing into February, and that's our only goal. You mentioned the uh, Yeah, I mean, I just – um, I'm just try I'm just always trying to put wins on tape. That's what I try and do each and every play. Put wins on tape. Whether I get the ball, great. If I don't, that's great too. Um, we got a lot of talent on this team. I know the ball's not going to go to me every play. Um, if they want me to, uh, I feel like if they want to get me the ball, I'll be there. If they don't, that's fine too. You went to a lot of more 12 personnel in the second half. Uh, how did that open up the game for you guys? And what did you see from obviously Dallas coming off that calf injury from the preseason? Yeah, I mean, I thought we were very efficient out of 12 personnel. Obviously, in my opinion, we got one of the best tight end rooms in the league. Um, but I think the running game uh, was extremely successful in the second half out of 12. Um, still working on it, still trying to see how we can evolve it, be better at it, um, but I'm excited with where it's going. Just watching that Vikings-Falcons game last week, it was unique in the sense that Kirk Cousins only had, like, what, 10 passes? Yeah, 10 passes. What, 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 yeah. what can you guys take from that game? Um, I feel like if you're a successful running team in this in the NFL, you're going to be a good team. And it uh, starts with the run game each and every week for us. We got five really talented offensive linemen and some really good running backs and guys that are willing to block downfield at the tight end and receiver position. Um, so we want to be a run first team, and I think the passing game plays off that. There were some people that thought Carson would be a little bit more reluctant to, to extend plays this year yeah. just because he wanted to stay in the pocket. And, not yeah. Uh, you guys had some some plays Sunday, including that third and fifteen. Deal yeah. Where you know you got out of the pocket and made some terrific plays. Yeah, I think um, it's hard to take that side away from him. I thought he was very uh, efficient when he was moving in the pocket. When he was moving, he was moving laterally and not towards defenders. Um, kind of really avoiding um, hits, which I think is the recipe for success at that position in this league. You can't be taking on these defenders over and over again in this league at quarterback and expect to play a long time. So I think he's learning from it. I thought he played his butt off this past week and not only uh, staying in the pocket, but like you said, out of the pocket, um, he wasn't looking to run. Uh, I think he was looking to distribute the ball, and I think that helped.
Why do you think you've had so much success against Matt Ryan? Um, you know, we, we, we make sure uh, we stop the run because, you know, that's what any team. You got to make sure you stop the run. And, um, you know, obviously he got some great weapons over there. So, you know, we always got our hands full. It's just, you know, we all play hard against each other. That's really the number one thing. Both teams, is, you know, it's always a nail-biter with us. Always go to the end. Uh, well, two well-coached teams, you know, just fighting. And um, I think that, uh, you know, we've been coming out on top, but, you know, it's never easy. You know, we got to make sure that we stay focused. We're going down to their place this time, so that's a difference. You know, they've been at us the last two years. And so, um, you know, we just can't take no, no team for granted. You know, I know they just um, lost the way they did, so they're going to come here ready to, you know, get Julio the ball, make sure that, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff that, uh, that they're going to do that they didn't. They didn't get a chance to because they went down so fast last week. So. I feel like we've asked you like 101 times at this point, but how can this defense get off to a faster start than last week? Um, just make sure that uh, now that you know the first game is over with. I mean, everybody was excited. I know I was. You know, sometimes you can overdo it. You know, and kind of think too much, um, and then you try to play catch up. And by halftime, we caught up and was able to you know do stuff that uh, we practiced. And so. Uh, all we got to do is make sure that we, we stay we stay cool. You know, we, we got this. You know, we just got to make sure because uh, sometimes I know how it is. You know, the hypeness of the game can kind of carry you away in this 820 game. So it's going to even be more hyper because everybody's watching. Losing Malik on, on the line is obviously really tough. How can you make do without him? Um, just my, somebody got to step up. You know, just another chance for somebody to provide for their families and show what they can do on this field. And so um, I think that. Um, we just got to make sure we bring the person along, whoever that is, and um, you know, get him to get him to maximize you know his potential at uh, that position. How does the D line as a whole try to get a guy like Akeem Spence up to speed this week? Um, well, you know, he's been he's got he's been playing, so you know, uh, for him, he looks like he's in shape. We just got to make sure we get him the technique and uh, learn the plays, and you know, we gotta help him while we out there. Because, uh, I mean, we got a bunch of unselfish guys and people that want to win. So, you know, you want to make sure you get them uh, up to speed as fast as you can. I think um, they're doing a good job at getting them in there right now. How different is their, their running game? Um, two new backs in the backfield, Devon, at least from, from the playoffs. Well, you know, um, I mean, Freeman, you know, he's going to hit the hole. You know, he's a downhill runner, a tough runner. We got to make sure that we don't get him started. And, um, you know, it's, it's a one-two back combination, both of them big, both of them as far as, you know, thick, both of them, and, um, and they both can run the ball, and they're both down here runners. How much is Tim, do you think, looking forward to the opportunity of being a starter once again? Oh, I, I know he's looking forward to it. Uh, you know, he works his butt off every day, um, and he just can't wait to go out there and, and prove it. What's been the uh, key to having success against Matt Ryan? Um, making sure that we stop the run, number one, and then making sure that we, as a D-line, put pressure on him. Would you expect... Mm -hmm. Same sort of game from the last couple of times, from from what you've seen out of them on tape so far, and knowing you guys. Um, I'm I'm expecting you know them to try to get some people going that they didn't get going the last game, and uh, you know they like to get it to everybody. You know I know he's he's no uh, I mean he tried to he dissed the ball to everybody Ridley. I mean you know Julio, you got Freeman who who's back there, you know, and then you got the other running back. I mean they they pass it around Sanu, you know he's somebody that can throw the ball, so I'm sure you know a couple wildcat little things that they do. Um, I mean, they, they do a lot of, a little bit of everything, and um, so we got our hands full. Like I say, we got to make sure that we uh, trust the game plan and carry it out. It sounds like talking to Carson, you know, he kind of mentioned it might be tougher to take these deep shots, might have to go a little more underneath, you know, yeah. this week, kind of yeah. based on what the defense presents by Atlanta. Yeah, you never know how uh, it's going to play out, honestly, uh, throughout the course of a game, um, you know, depending on what the defense give you, you got to just kind of take what they give you. So 
they want to take us, if they want to give us the deep balls, we're going to take deep ball. If they want to give us underneath, we're going to, we're going to take whatever they give us. Doug Peterson calls you a gamer today. You know, when the lights come on, you show up. What do you think it is about the, that stage that allows you to show your best? Uh, just, uh, just preparing uh, mentally, just knowing, uh, you know, being one of them guys who's been in this league a long time, uh, just knowing what it's going to take to, to play at a high level and just, you know, get the best out of your opportunity every time you get you have so many, I mean, so less of opportunities in this game and this nature we play. So uh, just knowing every time you step foot out on that field, just, you know, making the most out of your opportunity. That, it that, really that, is that so rare to have that speed still, not lose a step at your age. You said 32, you put it out there. Um, <laughs> what, what do you attribute it to? Uh, just the hard work, dedication, uh, you know, just taking care of my body, just, um, you know, the regulations throughout the season, throughout the uh, off season, you know, just staying in shape, man. Just doing everything I need to do to continuously stay at a high level and just, Try not. I mean, I remember when I was a rookie, Jerry Rice, I worked out with him. He always told me, you know, take less hits, you can play a long time. So I just try to take less hits possible and just, you know, my regimen all season. Coach said he was worried about the crowd noise. You've been in that building a couple times now. How does it compare to other places? Is it something to worry about? It definitely gets very live in there. Uh, you know, it's a new stadium as well, too. So um, one of the kind of cooler stadiums I played in, uh, obviously, being indoor um, dome, being in Atlanta, you know, the Falcons are a good team in the NFL, so I know they'll be cranked up. They uh, obviously lost on the road last week, so it's their first home game. Um, so we know a lot. We'll be riding on this game, and uh, we just want to put our best foot forward. I know we, I know we asked you. I know we asked you like uh, 101 times at this point, but uh, looking back at the film, what can you guys take from that second half to make sure that you guys get off to a faster start this time? I just think uh, just preparing a little better. Um, you know, and not really turning on when we're down. If we have that mentality from the get-go, just coming out playing fast and just knowing, um, you know, every every snap we have on the field, we just got to put our best foot forward and just play together. And uh, not start slow. That's the biggest thing. We just got to start faster. Rest of the so, off. What about, um, you know, we talked about your speed, obviously, but your tracking ability on, on those deep balls, is that from, like, being a baseball player? Shoot, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of hard work and practice put into that, man. Uh, you, could, you could claim it, you know, from the baseball side when I was younger, but uh, you know, I just – Practice that a lot and uh, put a, put a lot of time and effort into you know offseason workouts and just getting time and down with my quarterback. You get up for the biggest moments, the biggest games, and then when you're facing your former teams, how about when there's a receiver on the other side that everybody talks about as possibly being the best? Uh, yeah. Big Sunday night matchup. I mean, how how up do you get for that? I mean, obviously Julio is one of the best in the league. We we all know that uh, he's done some miraculous things. Numbers speak for itself. So uh, you know, anytime you're playing against another team that has a big time receiver hopefully you know I can get more big plays than he get or you know whoever somebody on our side Alshon Nelly whoever it is but uh you know we we, we know where we're going up against I think our defense knows as well and um I think the Atlanta Falcons defense knows what they're going up against as well too so we feel confident in ourselves and what we're gonna do and uh we're just gonna prepare and just get ready for Sunday night large quarterback strong quarterback um, you can go back and watch the tape, and he's generating some push himself. Um, you know, it's not a very, you know, complex play, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's pretty simple. We just have to, and everybody dies forward. But there's some nuanced things to it, and as long as everybody's going in the right direction, it can be very difficult for defenses to stop. Um, so I think that, you know, in general, if if we can. Um, stay low and all work together on that play, it's going to be pretty difficult to stop. When you get outside the division, you don't play the same teams a lot like you have. You've played now Grady Jarrett twice. What have you learned about him up in the uh, I mean, well, he's a tremendous player. I think I've actually played 
three times. I think I played him his rookie year too. But he's he's a good player, really really uh, quick, uh, unique player inside. You don't see a lot of D tackles with that type of agility. Um, he's smart too. You see that on tape. Um, he anticipates plays. He knows how to, um, you know, he he has great instincts where he feels somebody moving a certain way and redirects. I mean, he's he's a very uh, a very good player and you know rightfully so was paid this off season for it. Do the last two wins have much to do with what's going to happen Sunday night for you guys? Uh, no, I don't think so at all. I think uh, every season, every game is a new one. Uh, you can't really look too much on it. Obviously, you know we're familiar with their structure and familiar with some of their players, and you kind of draw that a little bit. But each game is going to be different. Um, I'm sure they'll have some things uh, fired up for us. They have some new pieces on the defense. So um, you know, we got to approach this uh, same way we approach every week. Uh, you know, study really hard. Make sure you go out there, work on your technique, work on your fundamentals, and uh, get ready for game day. Jason, how, do you, how does a team beat the noise? How does an offense beat the noise? Uh, well, one way to try and do it is to replicate a same, a similar scenario in practice. Obviously, we get the uh, the speakers cranked up, get some music blaring, so that it puts you in a situation uh, where you have to, you know, be loud and everything communication-wise, and uh, you know, shouting to the person next to you. Um, and then there's also little things from you know cadences and signals and and whatnot to try and uh, um, you know, limit the effect that the noise has on you. Do you believe that one week can carry over to the next week? In other words, great second half last week by the offense that that carry over to Sunday? Yeah, well, there's no doubt the momentum carries over, but you know I think um, you don't necessarily think about that. I think that all we're focused on right now is preparing for Atlanta. Um, you know. You know Getting the game plan, getting the personnel, um, and trying to be as prepared as possible. Where did Minnesota have its success running the football against them? Um, I mean, to be honest, I, I think I need to watch probably more of that game to answer that fully. But um, I mean, Minnesota's got a good rushing attack. They got a good back. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Jesse, everything you were talking earlier about the, the success of the, just the quarterbacks taking this is a matter of staying low. And you have top the first three guys, you and, and the two I'm guys. a little bit more complicated than that, but I mean that's that's certainly the start of it. Is obviously leverage, and then outside of that, everybody working together and pushing on the right angles. Um, but you know, I think uh, we have a good offensive line. The two guards that we have really can generate a lot of push. And then having a quarterback the size of caution really helps out in there as well. I was noticing on that, uh, I didn't really hadn't thought about this too much, but watching the game again from Sunday, you always end up underneath a whole bunch of people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what is that like? And do you like hold your breath or something? Or what do you do? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know it's going to be a pile leading up to it. Um, to be honest, if you're underneath everybody, that's a good sign. You know, yeah. when you're on top of guys, that's uh, generally you didn't generate much push. I think. Um, you try and stay as low as possible, um, but you know, again, you know, I, I think, you know, really the two guards and the quarterback and all them—they're the ones generating the push. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we we got a fortunate group that we kind of all work on the same. Uh, uh, I guess we're, we're very cohesive in the way that we do those plays. How do you practice that? You don't. You, know, you do them in a the game. I think we practice them a little bit. Obviously, you're not going to do full. Full go quarterback sneaks in practice. You don't want anybody to get hurt, um, but we do. Uh, we work on the steps and and you know the exact precise angles based on uh, what it looks like, and then uh, the quarterbacks are coached up on it. How much does the front matter? 
for those? I mean, the defensive front. Well, the defensive front will dictate a little bit, but for the most part, um, you know, we're just kind of, you know, I don't want to, you know, it's not like um, we've converted him against any and pretty much every look that a defense can give us. I think that, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to really, based on the defense, you might have a, a certain call or whatnot, but for the most part, uh, you're just kind of all plowing forward together. How much, how much more difficult, if any, when you guys go into a dome? Louis to make things harder, or is it just a matter of fact, just loud? Is there anything at all that's different in games like that? <clears throat> well, you just hit it. The noise is it's louder, it's tougher to communicate. Um, in general, I mean, you see it all the time when teams come into to the link whenever it's a loud environment. You're prone to, you know, MAs, missed assignments, miscommunications, little things like that. But little things like that are huge in the NFL, especially, you know. Um, so I think that that's all what we're working on right now with the noise during practice. Um, there's a big emphasis this week on communicating and all work, being on the same page. So, um, you know, that's the biggest thing with the Ravens. Sean and Carson, like they were, you know, just it was like a video game almost out there. But yeah. Carson kind of mentioning this week's going to be a little tougher the way Atlanta defends. Yeah, what do you want me to say about well, that? I'm saying, like, do you agree that you think it's going to be a little, you know. I have no idea what happens on that side. I stay from the line of scrimmage, the run game, and the protections. I have no idea about that. If it up to me, I'd just throw it to him every play. That's fine with me. I don't care. When you went back and looked at film and you saw second half how dominant the offensive line was in the running game, if you guys can stay healthy and, and how long you've been together, how dominant the group is this? Well, I mean, anything. this group, when we've stayed healthy, we've performed really well in the past. Um, but that's a big if. I mean, the NFL, I think I've only played maybe two seasons where all five guys have stayed healthy uh, my entire career. So... We know other guys are going to be asked to do things at certain points during the year. Um, and that's, we're really fortunate to have the depth that we do. Um, but yeah, we have a really good, solid starting five uh, group. And then on top of that, we've all had experience working together for a pretty long time. So uh, we kind of know the way each other plays, how they think, and uh, how each other moves. And that little, those little cohesion things that really, you know, you wouldn't think add up to that much, really end up adding up to a lot, especially um, when you get the exotic things and stuff you're not prepared for. Jason, what's the, what's the chemistry with you and Isaac, and how has it developed? Because it seems like he's really taken his game up to another level. Yeah, Isaac's a smart player. Obviously, he's a tremendously gifted physical player. Uh, but on top of that, he's a really, really smart guy. He's played the center position before, so he's familiar with calls and, the, and reading defenses and things like that. Um, so it helps me out, quite frankly, because he knows how to scan the field and uh, you know, he'll see things that I might miss sometimes. Um, so it's, it's, it's really good having him out there. He's uh, very much an extension of uh, the center position for sure. Have you noticed at a certain point when he really took his game to another level where he got the confidence to really feel like that? Um, I mean, I'm, I don't ever feel like his game was ever at a bad level, to tell you the truth. Um, I think he's been a solid player from the moment he got in here. If you look across the board, he really had one struggling of a game against um, Kansas City a few years ago, uh, in which he was going up a guy at the time nobody knew that Chris Jones is a freaking animal and one of the best pass rushers in the league. And we certainly didn't prepare for him like that leading up to the week. Um, so probably put him in some situations that maybe we shouldn't have put him in. Uh, but if you look back to his rookie year, I mean, he went in there and he played really well for us. I mean, he's been a solid guy ever since he stepped uh, into this locker room, for, in my opinion. 
I'm sure a lot of the same questions, but obviously with Malik going out, it's going to be a bigger role for you moving forward. What does that mean for you? Uh, it's, it's the same thing. There's, there's no real difference for me. I got to come with the same mindset. I mean, coming with, coming ready to play just like uh, I would be a starter like any other week. Um, you got to you got to prepare like that. So, I mean, it's not a, a big difference in my mind. Obviously, for the team, we all have to pitch and do a little bit more for Malik because that's a, that's a whole that he's a presence. So, everybody has to do a little bit more to fill that gap. How tough was it to see Malik go down the way he did? That, that's always hard. You don't ever want to see anybody, anybody on the team get hurt, let alone somebody in your room, one of the leaders in our, our room, go down like that. Has he talked to you guys yeah, at he's all? Been in the, he's, yeah. still, he's still been here. He's not gone yet. So he's been there. He's still present here. So. And well, how would you describe his mood and you know what, what's the score of his message to you guys? Well, uh, keep on going, keep improving. You know, you know everybody. He knows what everybody can do in the room. We're gonna be fine. And I mean, he's, he's still thinking about it. He still like he hadn't left. He's still in the room, coming in after the game, watching film. So it's not like he's gone. He's still here. A lot of fans might be wondering if there's gonna be any sort of drop off without him in the lineup. What can you say to that? Uh, there's no, <laughs> there's no drop off. <laughs> there's not gonna be no drop off, especially with Timmy right there. He's he's been a starter here. I'm I'm coming in. I'm trying to I'm trying to. Do the same thing like them. Come in, have no drop off like we did when we were in the game this last week. So that's try to keep it rolling. And what's Akeem been like? I know he's just gotten here in the last few hours, so you haven't had a chance really to get to know him a whole, whole lot. But first day, come in, he's picking it, picking up the play as well, trying to try and learn. He's came in rolling, came in rolling so far. You go, you go against an Atlanta offense that's obviously going to be champion at the bit after not being able to do much against Minnesota last week. What do you say about that challenge that comes up uh, in prime time on Sunday night? Oh, uh, you can't fall asleep watching that film. You know they got uh, elite talent all over the field for them. I mean, they're they're an NFL caliber team. They can play just like anybody else. So you can't you can't fall asleep on them. Everybody talks about Julio and Ridley and Matt Ryan, but at the same time, you got to stop the run game. Oh, that no, first no. and foremost. You, you got to stop the first first thing you got to do is stop the run and then get after them in the pass.